Welcome to Leadership DNA, a podcast for those who aspire to be a better leader. Alongside Arturo Gomez, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, goal setting, and this one is oh so big and important, and I actually believe this is going to be the most impactful episode that we do. So Arturo, let's start with this. What is goal setting? I mean, well, it's, I think it's establishing um, some benchmarks, some places, um, a, a position, um, ambition, aspirations, um, and and going after it, setting some type of cadence towards this vision of uh, where we want to be. And I, I think it's always associated with some type of form, some form of improvement. Um, I think we we <clears throat> I think we vastly speak about uh, goals predominantly in the business space, but it's, you know, there's, there's a obvious, for obvious reasons, I think that we, we all should be paying attention to, to both any goals that we have in our particular businesses or in that corporate space. And then obviously goals that we have for ourselves as, as, as individuals and personal desires that we, we want to achieve. And I believe that second part that you just said is one of the most overlooked things that people do not do is we're accustomed in a business setting to have goals. Anybody who's in sales has a sales number or a quota that you want to hit. But how many of us have life goals, family goals, fitness goals? And for me, it becomes intentionality. Every little bucket that you have in your life, you want to be intentional about. So let's start to think about what are the goals that we have for each of these things. And we're going to dig so much deeper into this. But one question I want us to all ask ourselves is, do we have goals in things other than just business? Yeah, I think the, I think the, well, I'll speak for myself, right? Um, I, you know, I certainly do. And I think that um, a good majority of the people that I that I deal with or that are in my inner circle, I would say that do as well. But I think you know, to your point, um, there's not enough people that really speak about their personal goals on an ongoing basis. I think it's customary towards the end of the year, people are saying, you know, what what's my New Year's resolution going to be, or, or or how I'm gonna, how I'm how am I going to approach the year? Um, you know, traditionally you have people kind of going into January with some gusto and, and a ton of emphasis and effort on, you know, the vast majority of it is surrounding fitness and personal finances and stuff like that. Um, you know, we end up finding that, you know, towards the end of the first quarter around April, the, the wheels start coming off. And so, um, you know, these goals are, are fantastic ways for us to kind of motivate ourselves to achieve the things that we're looking to achieve but it, it takes uh, it takes some rigor and it takes some commitment to make sure that we're adhering to the process. And it also takes some some flexibility. I mean, you have to be somewhat flexible towards uh, towards getting to the goal because certain things are going to arise and certain things are going to happen. But I, I, I don't think that people can actually use that as an excuse. You know, you, you have to. Um, you may have to work harder. You may have to find different solutions to getting to those goals. But I think having personal goals, whether it's, uh, you know, that it, that kind of attaches to your personal relationships, whether it's your family or friends, um, is something really, really important. 
So actually, that's a great segue. So let's talk about why it is important, because this is a benchmark of where we want to go in all of the different buckets of our lives. And it's hard for us to know where we're going or when we got there if we don't know what the end point is. And I know through my own journey, goal setting is something that you you might have to mature into. You hear it just talked about nonstop. And if you're someone who hasn't set goals or hasn't written down goals, it can seem like such a difficult thing because you throw this arbitrary number out, but it doesn't mean anything to you. And you mentioned the word commitment. And it's such an important thing that you want to commit to these goals. But at the same time, I think it's also very important to realize these goals are here to serve you. What we do not want to have happen is for you to create this goal that you put out there and then you don't hit it. And then all of a sudden you're feeling negative about yourself because why in the world would we ever do something that makes us feel bad about ourselves? What this should be is a rudder, a due north for you. And we're actually going to get to the, how we work on it in a second. But when you set stretch goals, the, it is the journey that is more important. It's actually not the goal itself. It is the everyday actions that you're going to take for that goal, because a lot of people, and certainly with the time that we're in right now with the pandemic, they can feel a little lost without a rudder. Rob, Arturo, I don't know where I'm going right now. Well, goal setting is a great opportunity for you to help set that rudder. If nothing else, then you've taken one positive step forward towards improvement. Maybe you don't hit it, but that doesn't matter because it is better than if you don't have this. So talk about why you believe this is important. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's obviously two two um, sides to this, and we're talking about um, kind of personal and um, you know career career based um, you know goals and, and aspirations, visions, whatever. Um, you know, I think you know we spoke about it. I think in our second podcast. I mean, you, you have to have personal goals and commitments to to improvement because you you really, if your desire is to be a strong leader, you have to really kind of put yourself in the best possible position. And, and that means that you have to have a strong commitment to to improving. You have to have a strong commitment to being the best version of yourself. And so, um, you know, I think that for many people that 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 conversation or that that goal or those goals are, are different. You know, some people want to be able to, you know, run 10 miles a day. Some people want to be, um, you know, uh, closer to their families and have, you know, more dialogue with the people that they love. There's a lot of different things that fall into that. And I think that anybody's goals or commitments are fantastic. I think the, the main goal that you should have is how do you improve? How do you improve? How do you become a better version of yourself in that process? Um, and then with with business goals, I mean, I think, you know, to your point, it's there's a lot of question marks right now that, I mean, the smartest people on the planet can't tell you what's going to happen in four months. Uh, there's just too many, too many variables associated with with how life is unfolding before us with, you know, with COVID and is the vaccine coming? What impact is that going to have and when? And so um, I think that you should still have, you know, to me, the goals, goals are always associated with vision. And we had a long conversation about vision, you know, in previous episode, but um, so I think you, you still have to have a dream. You still have to have a goal. You still have to have a vision of where you want to be in, in, you know, the current state of the world, um, you know, obviously plays a part in that. And I think that we still have to have some basis in reality, but I don't think that we should be derailed 
actually, I think that we should still maintain, you know, the dream and the desire. And, and, and I think that so creating these goals, it's okay to say, Hey, I'd like to be somewhere in, in three years, four years, five years. I'm a big advocate of, you know, let's talk about a year, let's talk about 12 months. And, and even then, I think that you 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 have to it's required that you have constant check-ins to be able to get there. So you have to deconstruct, really kind of deconstruct these goals and say, you know, I want to I want to make a million dollars or I want to get in better shape. Well, every day there's there's certain things that are required to actually achieve that that process. And so um so yeah, I think it's I mean there's there's two sides to it. There's obviously the personal side and and the in the commitment that we're making to our careers and to our businesses. So um, both approached, you know, um, I think in similar ways and, and, you know, some are a little bit different, but I think they're both necessary and, um, and people shouldn't get derailed from it and shouldn't be unmotivated by the fact that there are some unknowns in front of us. And I want to talk about the time frame side of things because I had a friend of mine who runs an agency in Georgia reach out to me and say, Rob, with all the uncertainty from the pandemic, I'm curious to hear about how you're setting goals. Are you doing it on a one-year timeline like you just mentioned, or are you doing it on a 90-day basis? And my answer to that on my end is a little from column A and a little from column B. I will be having one year goals, but at the same time, and this is actually something that was new to me in the back half of 2020 was I'll be setting 90 day goals because they're a lot more tangible. And I guess for the lack of a better term, controllable a year from now, uh, we don't know what's going to happen. And a great example of this is heading into 2020. One of my goals was to have dual living in Chicago and New York. Reason being is I had a lot of business going on in New York. I wanted to move to Brooklyn. I loved it. I've always loved the transient lifestyle of bopping around to both places and building the life that I dream of. So I'm like, boom, I'm going to be moving to New York. This is going to be awesome back and forth. Well, guess what? March comes and here comes the pandemic. You know where the last place in the United States is right now that I would want to live? New York. So something that was a life-altering thing, living in New York or not living in New York is going to change a lot of things. Well, guess what? I couldn't foresee that happening. So that's an example of a one-year goal that I set that isn't going to happen. But on the flip side, if we shrink this in the 90 days, and what I really liked about what you said with the one-year goal, Arturo, is now we got to start working back. Backwards. So if we think about a one-year goal, you say, all right, well, what is it going to take for me to actually accomplish this thing? So now we're going to be intentional about those steps and those steps can get broken down into little 90-day nuggets. So if you're sitting there on a 90-day goal, now you say, all right, well, what is it that I need to accomplish this month in order to make that happen? And then you go backwards and you say, well, if I want to accomplish that this month, what do I need to accomplish this week? And then once again, if I want to accomplish this this week, what do I need to do? do today. And what ends up happening is this layers up. What you do today blends into this week, blends into this month, blends into this quarter, blends into this year. And it's like one of those um, Russian Stroika dolls or whatever that just keep right. on, you open them and it's just smaller, smaller, smaller. But that's how I'm going to be thinking about this because it's going to allow me to have vision, but at the same time, be extremely tactical about the things that I can do in this moment to move things forward. What are your thoughts on 90 days versus a year for this upcoming year? Yeah, I mean, I think um, 
I think at the end of the day, kind of, as I mentioned, I mean, you have, you have to, you know, you can, you can create a, a vision or a goal or aspirations that are, that are further out in time. You will never ever get there unless it's completely de deconstructed in a way that allows you to actually have um, some method of uh, keeping yourself on track. I mean, you know, saying that you want to be here in a year or two years down the road doesn't um, you, you, the only, in my opinion, really the only way to get there is it's, it's daily and it's weekly check-ins in terms of your performance. And so, you know, the easiest way to, to, to think about it is, you know, if, if it's a particular sales target or a particular growth in business, there's steps that are required. It, it could be five, it could be a hundred that are going to, actually get you closer to that particular goal, whether it's cold emails, whether it's cold calls, whether it's networking, whether it's what, whatever, whatever the, that list is that comprises, um, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the uh, steps towards that goal, you have to actually have a commitment to those specific little pieces. And, th and that involves a daily, there's a daily process. Yeah. You can skip a day, you can skip two days, but every day that you skip, is you know there's a potential there's a potential loss there or it needs to be made up in some way shape or form i love what you said so let's actually get to the daily side of things <clears throat> and i'm gonna give something extremely tactical so we always hear the people who write down their goals are significantly more likely to actually achieve them well if we know that and you just talked about that if you do it every day if you skip some days eh. yeah. but for me i write down my goals every single day, right in the morning as part of my morning routine. And sometimes in the 10X planner that I use, there's a space for the goals in the morning and at the night. Why in the world would I do that? Because step one in my morning routine, I'm reaffirming the goals that I have for myself every single morning. So there is no me getting off course when every single day I'm seeing the same thing over and over again. Then on the flip side, when I do it twice a day, I'm writing it at night. Why am I doing that? So now when I go to bed, boom, it's sitting there working in my head. I wake up the next morning, boom, I'm writing those goals down again. Because when you have dreams and goals as big as as I do. You want to be fanatical about it. You want to be so committed. And there's a term that I use often. Are you interested or are you committed? People who are interested, they talk about it, but then they say, you know what? I've been thinking about it for a year and a half. They don't get to something. When you're committed, boom, there's a 100% chance I'm making this happen. And another thing you said, well, what if you miss a day or two? Uh, I heard a great uh, phrase or quote that essentially said, your decisions that you make on a daily basis are reaffirming the strongest version of you. So if you decide that you're not going to work out, well, you're actually affirming the person who says, I don't want to work out. So when you skip those days on your goals, you're essentially saying to yourself, you know what? The version of me who doesn't like writing down my goals, that's not the strongest belief that I have. On the flip side, when you're someone who writes down your goals every single day, you're reaffirming to yourself that the strongest belief you have is I'm the person who writes down my goals every single day. I'm curious what you do from a writing or reading standpoint on a regular basis. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, um, you know, I, I definitely keep a, a strong notebook, I would say. Um, I think that there's things that I'm going to be approaching moving into this new year that are probably going to be a little bit more rigorous in terms of identifying um, where I stand uh, with regards to those particular goals on a daily basis. 
I think that's that's the biggest thing that people kind of lose sight of. And I, and I think I'm also um, somebody that has, uh, you know, oftentimes fallen victim to that. I'd say that I, you know, probably have a, a strong um, compass that mentally resides in inside of me that really kind of keeps me on track. And then I use, you know, obviously my notebook and writing things down and, and various other um, forms of technology to kind of keep me, keep me on track. But, um, you know, journaling and writing things down and kind of really um, reminding yourself of these commitments that you've said that you want to make on a daily basis, exactly what you said is, is for a lot of people, that's the work that's required to actually get to where it is that you want to go. And so, you know, I think that the other thing that's important is that people should understand it's it, it, that really, you know, my, in my opinion, there's not that much that's unattainable. It, there's a formula, there actually is a formula to, to everything. And, you know, if you want to become a stand-up comic, there's a, there's a process to, to that. And you got to put in your time and you got to put in the work and no one's ever said that anything is, is without work. I mean, everything that you want to accomplish in, in, in life, whether it's personal or professional, it, not, none of it's free. There is nothing for free. And so you, everything requires work and, and some things are insanely difficult, but um, there is a process to getting there and there's a commitment. And, you know, to the point you were making that, most of these things require for you to actually put yourself in that mindset early in the day and, you know, get those things knocked out. And if you can get those things knocked out, stand a much better chance of getting to where it is that you want to go. And if you have some additional free time, then go ahead. You can get distracted. You can do the other things that you may want to do. Um, but you should hold that commitment towards your personal goals or professional goals. Um, for sure. It's a, it's a must. And remember, we can control our actions, but not the timeline in which things happen. So often, go back and listen to our episode about patience. You need to exercise some patience because yeah. so often we're very anxious for this goal to happen on any area of our life. I want it to happen. Why isn't it happening sooner? Why isn't it happening sooner? Don't worry about that. You can't control that. But what you can control is your actions. And some things that I want to add on to this that I do um, is at the end of every day, I write down my wins from the day. Why do I do that? It's a great opportunity to practice gratitude. At the same time, it's a nice little drip in my head from a gold standpoint that says, all right, I did some things today that helped move me forward. It doesn't mean that I was a 100 out of 100 in every single thing that I did, but instead, let me focus on the things that I did positive today that moved me forward. And then all of a sudden, I often say, rinse and repeat. Read the goals in the morning, write down your wins, read your goals at night. Boom, you keep doing those things and all of a sudden, you start to feel good about the progress that you're making because sometimes we actually don't give ourselves credit for the things that we do because our standard is so high or because we have these goals that we have not achieved yet. And you have to learn to love the journey and to appreciate the journey and see the action that you're making and give yourself credit for that. I agree. I mean, um, again, it's, you know, I mentioned it's not easy. It's never going to be easy. So um, I think there's a, some personal care and some self-love that's, you know, required along the way. And, um, you know, there's going to be days where you're going to, you're, you're not going to make the goal and you might, you might fail, but there's going to be other days that um, uh, maybe you give yourself that opportunity to actually catch up. And those should be the days that you really, there should be some self-acknowledgement there along the way. Um, 
because it is a process and uh, it is going to require some uh, some support. And sometimes, you know, along the journey, that, that support actually is coming from you. So. Love it. So I want to talk about a few more things that each of us do. And you mentioned the word vision. So here's something I'm going to share with everyone that was a game changer for me that I did for the first time last year that I learned from some other mentors of mine. Create a word of the year. And what this word of the year is, is it becomes a rudder of who you are, your due north, the person that you want to become. So last year going into the year, I'm like, all right, what do I want to be my due north? And my word of the year was give. And because of that, I then wrote down a series of affirmations that I would read on an everyday basis that would declare who I am. So I would say, give to others, give life and energy to things, give myself permission, give knowledge, wisdom, and inspiration, give my time, my attention, my heart, give to my dreams, give love, give good vibes, give kindness, give appreciation and gratitude. So as part of my morning routine, I'm reading my goals and then boom, I'm also reading my word of the year. And I would also write this down on my journal in the morning. Um, and I would also have it on a whiteboard in front of me. So the word give is all over the place for me. And what I loved so much about the exercise is I was more aware of this. And I wrote down the things of why this meant something to me, because once again, we're looking for a rudder. What's that thing that's really going to define who you are? And it served me so well. But guess what? You mentioned the word vision, Arturo. In two weeks ago, I decided to change my word of the year. And I didn't wait until January 1st because I don't believe in resolutions. I believe in immediate change because I heard so many people that I respected talking about vision, dreams, make it more clear, make it bigger. And you hear something enough times until you finally say, I've got to take action on this. And while give served me for 320 days this year, immediately I realized vision would serve me better. So from this point forward in the back end of 2020 and 2021, my word of the year is vision. I'm curious on your end, have you ever thought yeah. about doing a word of the year or is this a concept that you would get? Um, you know, it's, for me, everything's been more, more conceptual. Um, I think there's, you know, the word that kind of resonates with me for, for, I think year over year is commitment. Um, because, um, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> it's, um, you know, that's, that's the requirement, you know? So, um, I think that, um, identifying, uh, in advance, the hard work that's going to be required to get where it is that you want to be is is part of that that word commitment but i've I, but i've actually never singled out that particular word um i think in these conversations that you and i have had I, I definitely am looking forward to to actually laying that that seed i think that there's already there's already stuff that's kind of materializing in front of me as i've over the last couple of weeks really started to prepare prepare myself for for 2021 but again to, to your point it's you know, January 1st or, or December 31st, is, it's just a, it's a day on the calendar. It doesn't, you're not beholden to that. So it, you know, if you've identified something that you really want to chase or that you have this new goal that you really want to redirect time and effort towards, don't, I mean, don't wait. There, there is no, there is no time to wait, you know? So you got to jump into it immediately. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, I think I am going to, you know, it's been, it's actually been quite a while, Rob, since I've actually sat down and, you know, every year I, I, I map out uh, goals, dreams, visions, kind of um, a, a little bit of a roadmap in terms of how I'm going to get there and the things that I really am looking to achieve. I would say that probably the last two years have been a little bit um, turbulent, turbulent in the sense that there's there's just been a lot of things coming coming at me and 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 really has caused me to kind of um, I think take a, a, a put less muscle behind that process and. You know, as I look back, um, again, not necessarily ever giving myself a, appropriate credit, um, but there's been some tremendous accomplishments over the last two years. And and um, and a lot of that has been because of a diligence, again, kind of trying to stay in touch with this mental map that that you can have or that some people have and, you know, that I certainly have in terms of kind of where I wanted to go. But, um, you know, there's a lot of things that were surprises. I mean, there were there were a lot of things that that materialized or didn't necessarily materialize that were actually worked for, but um, would have never, ever shown up on some piece of paper or in some journal at the very beginning of the year, because you, you just can't, you can't foresee some of these things that are going to happen. So um, I, I am super excited. And again, I've already started, but I, I think there's going to be a, a much bigger investment from, from me this year to really mapping things out. It, it's actually already started. I mean, there's, there is a, um, I would say, four or five pages in my notebook that are already dedicated to a particular goal that I have. Um, and, you know, I've done it in a way that I've actually deconstructed it where I, I understand time commitment. I understand the amount of time allocation it's going to take on a weekly basis. I understand the amount of calls and emails it's actually going to take. And uh, now it's just up for me to, 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 to manage that. And then also to be um, have enough energy and resilience to to be there to um, manage the unknowns, you know. And so there's got to be an hour, hourly allocation for that. You know, there's there's marketing, there's PR, there's other things that are going to kind of fall into this process or or, or, or roadmap of getting to where you want to go. It's not two points. There's not just two things that I need to do on a weekly basis to get to where I need to go. There's probably 30, 40. Um, and so... Uh, so yeah, it's it's I'm I'm really really excited about actually approaching um, the next couple of weeks. This Thanksgiving holiday is going to be a really great opening for me to actually kind of step away from from you know the mental requirement that you know the day to day um, your day to day management of your business requires, and actually be able to spend some time with some interflection and looking at kind of where this this you know the next twelve months could could possibly go. So I want to dig deeper and get even more specific on this so that people can actually take action. I'm curious how you actually allocate your time for this, because I think about someone who's listening to this and is like, boom, I'm buying in, I'm buying in. But on my end, I'm going to spend, let's call 10 hours between now and the end of the year working on my goals. It's going to be one yeah. part reflection. What are the things I'll do a SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And I'm going to be very intentional about this. So it'll be like a year in review. And then I'm going to be looking forward and I'm probably going to spend 10 hours on this in a variety of different sessions, maybe an hour here, two hours here. I think you nailed it around the Thanksgiving holiday. When things slow down, people have the option to spend more time watching Netflix 
Or you can say, you know what, I'm going to carve out this time to start dreaming and working on my vision. So I'm curious on your end, how you actually allocate that time. And if so, how much so that if someone's like, whoa, that's what they do, maybe I could duplicate or do some version of that. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, yesterday I spent probably uh, two and a half, three hours um, for for this process, actually mapping things out because it, it, you know, just saying, hey, I want to have this, that's not that's fine. Uh, that's where it starts. But um, you actually really kind of, again, need to deconstruct the process and actually identify what what is it that you have to do on a daily basis, weekly basis, and monthly basis to actually achieve that achieve that goal. So, um, you know, I, I think I'll have it done by certainly by Thanksgiving, um, for sure. And, you know, I think probably another four to six hours of, of time investment in the various things that I'm that I'm shooting for, um, is probably going to be enough. Um, what I, what I'm trying to do is <clears throat> is create a rough a rough estimate and a rough sketch of kind of how these weeks need to lay out in terms of work. Um, I think there's only so. I mean, you can only go so deep, right? Um, because you know, I could spend another 30, 40 hours on kind of elaborating, you know, extensively. But I think in the particular goals that I've identified for this year. I have enough, um, call it expertise and, and understanding of how to how to get there. That um, that I think it gives me some flexibility and some certainty that I can kind of adhere to these kind of more chunky uh, portions of the goal. I love it. So I actually pulled up right here my 2019-20 reflection and goal setting and and sort of what I do. And this is a framework that I used that I can share with anybody who's interested. Hit me up on social at Rob Cressy. I'll actually send you this document. Um, But here's some of the things that I'm asking myself and I'm working on. So number one, what were the wins of this year? Uh, What travel did I do? Because I like to look at all areas of my life. What was my biggest triumph? What was my smartest decision? What word or phrase sums up or describes my experience of this year? What's the greatest lesson that I learned? Uh, What was the most loving service I performed for myself or for others? What's my biggest piece of unfinished business from this year? What were the three most significant events of this year? What three people had the greatest impact in my life this year? When did I feel most alive? What were the biggest risks I took? What was the biggest surprise? What was the biggest failure? What fear surfaced in my life? Just so many different things where I'm looking at a bunch of different lenses where this, when you reverse engineer and you diagnose this, you see it, you're like, wow, you get a much better grasp on things. And it's really served me well. And the next thing I want to ask you about Arturo is setting stretch goals. Let's talk about the size of them. Uh, I mentioned in previous episodes, one of my favorite books that I highly recommend is the 10 X rule by Grant Cardone where he says, take your goal and I want you to 10 exit. Why would you do that? Because if your target's a million, you might only hit 500,000. If your target's 10 million, all of a sudden you might hit 2.3. Well, congratulations, because you've set a further target, you're now able to accomplish more. And I very much buy into the mindset of it. And it's something that is there to stretch you. And it doesn't mean in every single area of your life where you're like, oh, I'm gonna make a bajillion dollars this year. Maybe that's for your life or something. But I'm curious on your end from a 
stretch goal side of things because in goal setting, you've got what I think I can hit. Maybe this is something that I feel comfortable about. But at the same time, we want to push ourselves as high achievers, as people who are designing our lives to be the best version all the time. What do, how do you think about stretching your goals or the size of them? I think it's, I think it's great. I mean, um, you know, because I think uh, this book has been spoken about in so many of our podcasts, um, you know, I, I just started diving into it. So there's, I mean, that's a, that's a whole nother podcast in and of itself. And, and, um, and there's a lot of stuff that I'm, um, there's some things that I wouldn't say are necessarily new that I'm hearing from, from Grant or, um, but there, there certainly are things that I think are resonating with me that, that really um, are validating process that I've taken in the past and, and certainly some new things that I'm kind of picking up. I think the the stretch goal, I mean, again, it's, it's all about what you want in life. I mean, it, it's, it's, do you want uh, average? Cause if you want average um, you can have average average, isn't really that difficult to attain. And if you want below average, there's, you can have below average. If you want exceedingly great in what most people would classify as extremely successful in whatever category you're talking about, um, it requires insanity. I mean, it really requires insanity and intensity to actually get there. And again, it's, you know, when we, when we categorically, categorically looking at all these different industries and all these different things that we could say that, Hey, I'm aspirationally wanting to chase that down or be that person. Um, to be successful, I mean, again, one of the things that he highlights in the book is that if one person is successful, it doesn't mean that you can't be successful. We, we all have that option. We all have the choice to make to be successful. So if there's, you know, uh, one NBA guy that's insanely successful and regarded as one of the best NBA players, well, there's room. There's room for other guys to be in that in that conversation as well. And that requires a tremendous amount of work. And so um, I think pushing yourself to the limit and creating stretch goals is, is again, is to this commitment of being the best version of yourself. And I think it, um, I think, uh, you know, whether it's professional or whether it's a personal goal, I, I love it. I, I think, you know, looking at, at a goal and, and, and not pushing yourself to, to achieve something that, that may seem a little bit far fetched to you at the moment um, is the way to do it. You know, safe landings and, and providing cushion for yourself. That's, that's going to give you, that's going to make you average. I love a quote. Nothing great ever came from your comfort zone. So be someone who stretches things. And Arturo, as we wrap this up, is there anything that I didn't ask you about goal setting that you plan on doing or some wisdom that you want to impart on others? Because I know on my end, I learned so much from you and I just love hearing how people do things and what makes them tick because I just take a few little nuggets here and there. It doesn't mean that everything we do is absolute. It's more of this is what works for us. Maybe you should think about it for yourself. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple, a couple little tidbits and things that I think we've already kind of discussed, but I'll, I'll recap a little bit that I think that, you know, at the center of goal setting is vision. And again, personal, professional, you, you really have to have this idea or this, this uh, grand goal of where you want to go. Um, you know, we have a very short time on this planet and you might as well make the best of it. Okay. And I think that at least from my perspective, making the best of it means pushing yourself to become the best version that you could possibly be. Um, 
that there's there's a, a a real commitment and a ton of work that's associated with anything that we're aspirationally going to chase and so you have to be prepared for that you have to be prepared for that but you also have to be understanding that if you're ready to make that type of commitment that you will see and reap the benefits of it and i think that anybody that really kind of dives in immediately to these you know stretch goals lofty goals or big visions and actually adheres to call it a month two months three months a quarter of really being diligent about chasing this and deconstructing how you get there, you're going to see results immediately. It's like making that commitment to going to the gym. I mean, you're going to see your muscles increase. You're going to see certain things happen and it doesn't just happen. It's not a gift. It, everything's from working really, really hard. I think there's also a, 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 you know, a balance between, between being a visionary and being pragmatic. I mean, you, you again, create stretch goals, create a big vision, understand that there is going to be uh, a ton of work that's required. Um, I also think that, you know, living reality and understanding that things are going to, things are going to rise. There's going to be, you know, uh, things that are going to knock you off that path. And that's just the way that life is. And you're going to have to really understand that things are going to happen. You got to get back on it. Um, and then the last thing, you know, I'll say is, is kind of part of this vision concept. And, and I brought it up in a, in a previous episode, but um, you know, one of the things that I'd, I asked, uh, you know, a personal friend and an investor in one of my businesses in terms of something that they might be able to tidbit of information they might be able to share me from um, Elon Musk and, and his whole thing. And the one the thing that he emphasizes is if you can conceive it, if you can actually dream it and, and, and picture it vividly in your mind, then you can achieve it. And you know, there's, there's a real, there's a little gap and an absence of how you actually achieve it in that, in that sentence. But if you put yourself to work and diagram this goal that you have, then anything is achievable. And what I'll add to that is as part of vision being my word of the year, every day after I meditate, I spend six minutes with my eyes closed, visualizing this vision, the dreams and goals that I have, the pictures, the feelings every single day, because your mind doesn't know the difference between what you're thinking in reality. So all of a sudden, what you want, if you keep doubling down on that over and over and over and over again, you make that more clear. Now your body and your mind starts working on that on a regular basis. And I believe that so much. And I'm actually working on increasing my vision. It's a very difficult thing to do for you to think bigger than you can currently dream. And it's not a bajillion dollars because it's something that you want for yourself. And that's the thing is you want to live it. You want to believe it. You want to dream it. You want to visualize it. You want to make it so crystal clear and you want to think about it all the time. And then you write it down and then you read it and then you work on it where all of a sudden you are so committed to making this happen. That is how you make your dreams happen. So two quick book recommendations. One, we talked about it, the 10X rule by Grant Cardone. The other one that I've mentioned a million times, the power of consistency by Weldon Long. It's another thing about staying aligned to your visions and your dreams. Arturo, do you have an action item that you want to give everyone or a takeaway? Yeah, I think just, you know, more of an action item, right? Spend, spend some time over this Thanksgiving holiday and, and write down, um, you know, take a, take a stab at actually addressing your, your, your goals, your needs and, and get it, solidified so that you can really spend the month of December actually, uh, you know, additionally putting pen to paper to to map out what each of these weeks in the year feel, feel like. And, you know, and be, be patient with yourself, but make the commitment 
to get this done in the next 10 days. I, I love it. And for me, I've got sort of two. Number one, create a word of the year. Think about it. Be intentional about it. Sit there and say, what would be my do north for this upcoming year? Write that down and then write down what it means to you. And number two, if you want some clarity on goal setting from a totality standpoint, here's what I do. I write down goals around my health, wealth, love, and happiness. And doing that hits all of the different buckets. So if you write down your health, wealth, love, and happiness, hit me up and let me know about this or let me know about your word of the year. I would love to support you any way that I can. Arturo, where can everybody connect with you? Best place is going to be LinkedIn, Arturo Gomez. And you can hit me up on all social media platforms, including LinkedIn and Instagram, at Rob Cressy.